This is the Marked Podcast from Life by Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We are so glad you've joined us today. We have something really exciting. Today is our first time we've ever done a giveaway on, on the podcast. So fun. Do you like a giveaway? I love a giveaway. I love to win a prize. I know. And today, the opportunity that you have to win is um, is to get a copy of the new CSB Encourage Bible for women. It's a devotional Bible. It comes in a lot of pretty colors. Yes. And they haven't they haven't told us yet which colors we're going to get to send to you if you win. But I'm sure they're going to be pretty because they're all cute. Yes. But there's like a gray and a green. There's and like a blue, a, like blue, like there's a like navy. a navy, like leathery one mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. But here are some of the things that you're, you're going to want to know about this Bible. It's other than the fact that it's really pretty because it is, um, but it's got 312 devotionals throughout the, throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. And those are by the Encourage community writers. So if you're familiar with the Encourage brand, yep. um, they've had an online community for years and years and have such a, such a good Bevy of writers. Ooh, that's a big word. Lisa Harper used it recently, and I heard it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A, a bevy of writers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's got 10 distinct different reading plans that are all kind of themed. And so mm-hmm. a lot of you may be looking for um, a reading plan to do. And so that would give you a good tool that direction. You know, every book of the Bible has an introduction. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of really cool features. And so there's journaling space in it. Yes, there's plenty yeah. of space to write and make it look pretty to mm-hmm. really just kind of put your own stamp as you take notes. And, you know, some of you may be super creative and like to doodle in your Bible. I do not. Yeah, I, I underline I and just, write notes. Yeah. Lots of notes in the margin. Yes. I love a wide margin. And this has that. So we want you to check out the new Encouraged um, encouraged Bible um, that's a CSB. And um, we will link to where you can kind of see some pictures of those and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But here's what you have to do to win. Yes. We need you to go to iTunes and leave us a a rating and review. And Mm -hmm. your review is the thing that is going to enter you in to the contest. Yes. So So. for the month of September, Mm -hmm. if you leave a review on our iTunes page, you will be entered to win and encourage study or encourage devotional Bible. So yes. it'll be so fun. We mm-hmm. can't wait to see. And so, if you want to leave us a review that says we're awesome, we'll accept that. If you want to leave us a review that says we're terrible, if you could just email it to us instead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Let us know what you really think. Yeah, um, we want yeah. some feedback from you. And so it doesn't have to, your post and your review does not have to be about um, the Bible, but right. it just has to be about the, the podcast. podcast itself. So mm-hmm. um, go to iTunes. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. Mm-hmm. So a couple different ways to, to do that. But we And would we love... can link directly to the iTunes page yes. in the show notes. We will do that. Mm-hmm. And so you can find all of that at lifewaywomen.com forward slash podcast where we leave you show notes every time i don't know if some of y'all maybe you're just listening from the app on your phone and you've never seen the show notes we pull out like our favorite quotes from the Mm -hmm. episode um some episodes are more quotable than others yeah and then we also (laughs) um link to different things that we talk about yeah so So that way you can find all of it if you are like oh man that's such a good quote but i'm running right now and can't write it down then maybe we also thought it was good and we wrote it down for you and you can just tweet it later Mm -hmm. so all of that is there for you every time but leave us a rating and review. Make sure you write something um, on iTunes. And then that's how you're going to be entered to win. So the end of September 2018 is going to be when the contest ends. Yes. And then we will contact the winners and send you send you a prize of yeah. one of those devotional Bibles. So we're I'm pumped fine. about it. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, and along those same lines today, mm-hmm. I love how this connects together. I know, I know it just worked it's like out we so well. We planned it that way. I, you know, it is kind of <laughs> like we planned it because we did. Yeah. Um, but today we are going to do a podcast version of something that Elizabeth and I, more Elizabeth than me. Um, <laughs> it was one of those things we planned on doing together and then yeah. Elizabeth did most of it. Well, um, you did a lot of it while you were still on our team. That's true. And then you moved teams. So it's teams. harder to do. Yeah, It is. But we um, wrote this blog series and Elizabeth continues to carry it on called the reference desk mm-hmm. on the life of women blog. And we will link to that in the show notes yes. where you can find all of those posts. Um, but it's been just a mixture of like where you guys could submit your own questions about mm-hmm. things. You had questions about the Bible or about how to study or, you know, just anything you had a question about when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah. um, that we want to be a help in helping to answer some of those. So we figured we would take some of the questions that we've received that maybe we have not yet answered in a blog post mm-hmm. and talk about it today on the podcast. And so that's and a what, lot of these are our most frequently asked questions. So yes. even if we have answered them in a blog post, we can link to that in the show notes. But then we just thought, well, here's another way to get this information. And maybe you you don't follow it on the blog, but you would like to listen to us talk about it. Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> so. That's what we're going to do today is talk about stuff that kind of answers some questions that you guys ask. And so one of the biggest questions that we get asked a lot is questions about Bible translations. Yes. There's so many acronyms. Yes. ESV, NASB, NLT, NIV 84. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. (laughs) Yes. HCSB, which is now CSB. Kind of. Kind of, but not really. So it gets a little, like, it can get confusing. Yes, we understand that. And we get a lot of questions about translations. Mm -hmm. So when the CSB, which stands for Christian Standard Bible, came out um, a couple years ago, how long has it been? Two, two and a half years? About two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, our Bibles team gave us a presentation to explain, kind of, to help us visualize it. And there's a chart, and we can... Link, we'll put that in the show notes as well. But to kind of see there are literal translations and then there are more readable translations. And the CSB is actually the perfect marriage between the two on the chart. I'm motioning a lot with my hands, which y'all can't see. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like the perfect blend of literal, which means it's translated like word for word from the Hebrew or the Greek or the Arabic into English. Mm-hmm. And then also, but sometimes that gets real clunky. I took a great class and um, it didn't go well for me. But (laughs) the point is that I know that a lot of times when you're translating, it gets real clunky. Like if it was literally, literally Greek to English, the sentences wouldn't be in the right structure or any of that kind of stuff. So they help it to be more readable. And so then there are some that are more on the literal side and some that are more on the readable side. And then there are some that are paraphrases, like the message is a paraphrase. And so it is not, it's a helpful tool to use. But if you're doing like intense Bible study, it's not always the best tool to use because it's not a literal translation. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a paraphrase. So somebody just took it, took the Bible and said it in their own words. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and even when I was younger, um, you know, one of the ways that I, like my Bible that I carried to church was I think an NIV at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was reading at home and an NLT, which is yeah. the New Living Translation, which, which is more is, readable. It's more readable, and mm-hmm. so I was able to understand the bigger concepts better. But then I also could reference back. Not that I did a whole lot of referencing in like middle school, right? But I had both things to pull from mm-hmm. and to learn from to help me better understand some of the concepts that I needed at that stage to be more readable. Yeah, and then you know, and then to to kind of move myself into a more literal translation. So, right. and I've done that right. over the years. 
And the ESV and the NASB, which are both pretty popular translations, are a little more on the literal side and a little bit less on the readable side than the CSB. Yeah. But they're pretty close. Like the CSB and the NKJV and the ESV and the NASB are all kind of like, and the NRSV. I'm not sure what that one is. Is it New Readers? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, those are all kind of clumped there a little bit together in the center. So those are all great translations to use. We are partial to the CSB, mm-hmm. not just because we work here, but I've been using it lately and I really like how it's how yes. it's translated. And honestly, like I have been like I've been an ESV person yeah. for a while now. And so like when the CSB first came out, I was like, do I have to read this? Like, in all honest, like I was yeah. literally in my head just going, do I have to switch? Like, and to be clear, no one has forced us no, to switch. No. Oh gosh, no, absolutely not. But yeah. like, but I have started using it. Like mm-hmm. I've been using the She Reads Truth Bible at yeah. home, um, which is CSB. And that's what I do my morning um, quiet time out of when I'm spending time in the word. And, um, and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's, it feels very similar, but they're just some little nuanced differences, right. but it's not that different. From what I have been using, it's kind of my day to day Bible. And so I've really, and I think too, there's, there's wisdom in reading different translations for sure. And in just because a different group of people, and even Mm -hmm. the group of people that did the CSB, it was a variety of denominations and backgrounds and, you know, people who have studied and know Greek so much better than I do. (laughs) Yes. It was not just like one group of people who all looked the same who were in the room to, to try to make this happen. It really was a diverse group of people. Um, And I think that that's important to know too. And mm-hmm. so all of that kind of stuff's online about pretty much every translation yeah. of the Bibles who who worked on it. Yeah. And, you know, but I think, too, a lot of it, for, I think for a lot of us, it depends on your pastor. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of most of us, I would say, probably have the translation that our pastor preaches out of that's if true. you've been listening yeah. to him for a while. And that's mm-hmm. been the typical norm for me. Right. And um, and so that's how I got started reading the ESV was that that was what my pastor was preaching yeah. out of. And I wanted to be able to follow along. And so, right. you know, some of that's going to dictate. But then I think it's great to have other translations that you can ask questions yeah. of and go, how, how did this group of people translate that exactly. same passage? And and that's where you do see a little bit of the nuanced differences right. between the literal and the readable and all of that. Yeah. And that If you guys really will go online today and like look at that chart, I think it'll make a whole lot more sense than us yes. trying to say it out loud. But And and too, like there's a lot of nuance within the Greek and within the Hebrew, like yeah. the original words. It's like this could be translated five different ways. Yes. And maybe your Bible translates it one way and then another translation. So sometimes even if I'm struggling to figure out a verse, I'll just go to like BibleGateway.com yep. and just look at all English translations. Yeah. And it'll it'll pull up all of them in a row. And I can be like, oh, well, they translated it this word and they translated it this word. So maybe it kind of means like a little bit like that's the nuance that it has. Yes. You know, and so that's that's always helpful. And I'll never forget, like I heard Matt Chandler preach years ago, I think I was in college when this happened, um, but he was preaching and was talking about the word love mm-hmm. and how it's used in scripture and how yeah. there we only have one word right for the word love. But in, in the Greek and Hebrew, there were multiple words mm-hmm. to give different expressions of the type of love. And he goes, for us, like he said, I can say, I love my wife. And he said, I love tacos. Yeah. And like, we're using the same word, but we have totally different feelings towards the tacos versus <laughs> our spouse. Right. And and I think that's always been a good reminder to you that our lang- the language barrier in yeah. here makes it where everything doesn't always come right. out equal. I mean, we've all run across those words that yeah. don't translate. Like, a, is it Higgy? That the, like the cozy word? It's like Norwegian mm. of some kind. I Now this is a bad I don't example. Know. But it's like Swedish or something, but it means kind of like cozy and warm and homey. But like, we don't have an exact English translation of that word. Yeah. So then there's like some book that's, 
that I saw it was like the art of Higgy or something. And I may be totally mispronouncing it. It's spelled really weird. Like there's a <laughs> lot of consonants. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, we've run across those words where yeah. there's just not an English equivalent. And that happens in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Arabic. And so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Is it Arabic? Am I saying Aramaic? That? Aramaic. There Gosh. we go. Okay. Yeah. It's all good. I wondered <laughs> earlier. So I was like, Aramaic. Wait, that's not right. It's okay. all good. It's fine, everyone. <laughs> we'll fix that. Yeah. But yes, Aramaic, Greek, Hebrew, yes, Aramaic. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. It happens to all of us. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I think that this is why, like, it's important to have these conversations just to kind of like throw some of these things out there that we don't just talk about mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, about Bible translations and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and, and just so you guys know, too, we can link to um, where you can still post questions, you know, mm-hmm. if you still, if there's some things that we don't answer today yeah. um, that you can post in the reference desk or ask a question on the little mm-hmm. form. And then we'll try to get to those two, either yeah. in a podcast or on the blog. Yeah. And but. check out the blog, too, because we have answered a lot of questions that we keep getting. And so that's one re- one reason we wanted to do it on the podcast as well, yes. because we keep getting the same questions. And so we want to want to give another opportunity to answer them. Yep, exactly. That's so good. Well, and I think another kind of broad category of things mm-hmm. that we get questions about a lot are Bible study tools. Yes. People want to know how to use the tools because there's, yeah, like there's so you, many tools. If you go into a library, if you go uh-huh. into a Lifeway store, like you know, or even into some, and maybe even into your pastor's office, yeah, and see all of his bookshelves full of all mm-hmm. of these books. It can be like, whoa, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, here's the important thing to know: you don't have to have any of these things in order to study the Word. Yep. All you need is a Bible. Yep. So you don't have to have these. You can study the Word and you can learn from it and grow from it without any of these tools. But if you are kind of want to know more, mm-hmm. these are great tools for you. Um, one is a Bible atlas. So sometimes it just helps me when I see all of these places written out in the Bible to kind of be able to visualize them. And I do not have a good grasp on geography in the first century no. of anywhere, but especially like Bible places and and to see like, okay, well, if Jesus was at this place and then he traveled to this place, here's who where he had to pass through. And it just it helps to bring it alive a little bit more and yeah. to kind of know that kind of stuff. And there's photographs usually of like um, of Israel today. And like in the past, there's like um, charts and illustrations. And so it's sometimes just helpful if you're a visual learner to see that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Because a lot of it will say, you know, like, oh, in Paul's missionary journey, he went all these places and we have zero idea of like where those things are because a lot of those have different names now. Right. And mm-hmm. so like what's present day Turkey was a lot right. of the places where Paul was or yeah. things like that, where you can just get a better understanding of where those places actually are. And if mm-hmm. you're bad at geography, like we both are, <laughs> like it can kind of go, Oh, that's where, that's yeah. where all this happened. Like, yeah. you know, along the Mediterranean, like right. and whatever. And so um, it's just interesting. And, and I it's think- cool too, to see like, Old Testament stories overlapped with New Testament to see like, yes. oh, this happened in the same place. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's yeah. really cool. And just to yeah. see, too, when they talk about like walk in places that were like lots yeah. of miles apart, yeah. you know, like it's, <laughs> you're like, it probably took him a few days yes. to get there. Because yeah. we just think like, oh, he walked there. And then yeah. you're like, OK, same day. It's like, no, one, one day. So I'm an editor full time. And one of the one day myself and another editor set and figured out the math of how long it took Jesus to get from one place to the other. And we're mm-hmm. like, okay, so 
like 16 minutes is an average mile. We're like, but they're on rough terrain and they're wearing sandals. So like what the, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we're like measuring out on the map. And yeah. we're like, I think it probably took them a day and a half. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have a Fitbit to tell them how yeah, far they'd gone. Exactly. Or like a compass to tell them to make sure they were still staying the right direction. Yeah. Like it, I would have been lost. <laughs> yes. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So then another thing to have is a Bible dictionary. So it's an alphabetical list of key terms, places, people, events, and concepts in the Bible. Sometimes you hear something in your whole life and then you think, wait, I have no idea what that actually means. You know? yeah. And so a Bible dictionary is a great place to turn. Or if you see somebody's name and you're like, wait, is this the same person that was in you know, the chapter before? Or is this a different person? Like, yeah. That's helpful. Um, and similar to that is a Bible encyclopedia. It just mm-hmm. kind of goes more in-depth into those same kind of things. Yeah. Um, Next is a commentary. Ooh, I love a good commentary. And I think the thing to remember about commentaries is there are a lot of them out there. And so same with reading different translations of the Mm -hmm. Bibles, it's really, or of the Bible, just one Bible, same different translations of the same Bible. Um, But to look at commentaries and say, hey, um, I want to read from different people with different perspectives because some are going to lean more one direction or the Mm -hmm. other just because of their like their church background and their personality and all of yeah. that, the way that they're going to interpret a passage. And and I think one good piece of wisdom that I've heard um, your team as an editorial mm-hmm. team give a lot is that like, if you're having some brand new like idea that nobody has ever thought of yeah. in like the history of mankind on something in scripture, there's a really good chance. It's not true. It's not true. And we actually got that from Beth Moore. So yeah, it's, it, it's not an original thought from us. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense that like somebody has probably already mm-hmm. like with 2000 years since, yeah. since since Christ, like there's somebody has probably thought those thoughts before. Or right. Put it down on paper somewhere. And and just to get different perspectives on, you know, like Matthew Henry is a commentary that a lot of people mm-hmm. use or the NASB commentaries. And yeah. um, and I love that there are a lot of online tools that will let you get to those yes. and let you have those in a digital format. Because for me. I don't have, I barely have room for my tiny little bookshelf and my tiny little condo. And so. (laughs) And commentaries are expensive too. Yes, they're expensive. And so like, I know I use a a tool called Word Search um, that we'll link to as well. Um, It's an awesome online library. Yeah. And you can get a lot of stuff for free. Yes. And then you can also pay um, a reduced price, I believe, to add on things. So if there's like a commentary that you don't already have, but just want digitally, you can pay for that. And so people use Word search, like Logos is one. Yep. There's another one. Now I can't think of it, but there are lots of online tools like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I use Word search as well. And so it's it's super helpful to have just basically a library at your fingertips. Oh, yeah. And like I, you can look at several different things like yeah. on the page at the, at same, the same time. time. Mm-hmm. And so like when I'm writing, um, you know, curriculum or a small group lesson mm-hmm. or even just trying to look up something for a blog post that I right. want to make sure like I'm giving an accurate representation of a passage or whatever. Yeah. It's just a ton of great tools. And it has books as well, too. Like a lot yes. of Beth's books are online. Yeah. A lot of, you know, um, we have other authors that have other books that are online available mm-hmm. as well that kind of give more of the study perspective um, yeah. as well. So yeah. there's an um, a good way to find we get a lot of questions about what commentary to use. Mm-hmm. And we actually interviewed Trevin Wax for the reference desk one time, and he basically said, I can't just tell you the best commentary series to get. Because a lot of times what happens, so like there's the NASB series, there's the Word Biblical Commentary, and those are series. So each book has a different editor or author a lot of times. Yep. And so one one study may be the best commentary on Ephesians, but then the other commentary 
series may have the best one on Colossians, that kind of thing. And I actually, somebody recommended the website bestcommentaries.com. And they said uh, you can search by book, you can search by topic. And basically it just rates them. And they've like a bunch of scholars got together and um, like decided what the rating would be. And it kind of just tells you and there's a they give them a score. I haven't researched what the score is based on, but that's just where I start every time. If I'm like, oh, I need to study Genesis. Then I see what's the top one on Genesis just so I can start there, even if I don't end up there or I may not love the commentary, but it's a good starting place. Oh, yeah. And another one that I, I know you use as well is blueletterbible.com yes. because you can look up the original words. Mm-hmm. You can It gives like cross references and commentaries. And and one thing, too, and uh, my friend Casey Ewing is one who is always asking the question, does that Bible have a cross reference in it? <laughs> because I think it's important for us to be able to see in Scripture where Scripture references Scripture. Yes. Like where you can see that like this passage right here that's in the New Testament is actually being quoted from the Old Testament. Right. And you can yeah. see how they blend together and like how all of these pieces fit. And so that's another good feature of a lot yes. of Bibles, too, to look for as a cross reference. But yeah. even like a website like Blue Letter Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, dot org it will give you um give you the cross references as well yeah and it um it's a good place to look up like the original words and that's something i've done if i'm like well how does how does the csb and the esv translate these different so what was the original yeah. and it it's great even if you don't know greek or hebrew yes. or aramaic Mm-hmm. I got it right that time. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I think and it, it'll give you a lot of different translations to, mm-hmm. to pull from. But yeah. you do not have to be a scholar to use no. these websites. That's the thing is like, you know, even though like I went to seminary, I didn't take Greek and Hebrew. Yeah. And so for me, like I'm still trying to go, okay, like let's go find it. Right. But it makes it easy for yeah. anybody to be like, it makes the Bible more approachable that way, yeah. I think. And so. again, to just reiterate, you don't have to know the Greek words in no. order to study your Bible and grow from it. Nope. I just want to keep saying that because I feel like people get bogged down and they're like, yes. I need to read the, all these commentaries and I need to do this. And I just don't have time to actually study my Bible. You don't have to do all of that no, in order to do First that. and foremost, study your Bible. Yeah. Like that's that's the key thing at all yeah. of this. These are all just helpful tools to add on if you right. want to. Right. And to, to deepen your knowledge, to challenge you, to help you grow, to ask hard questions. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, it's going to cause you to ask questions. Yeah. And go, I never thought about it like that. Or I never, you know, nobody's ever mentioned that or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's good perspective. And, and honestly, this episode today is because a lot of you have asked for this kind of stuff. So it's right. not saying everybody needs to go out and do this. It's just here's some help yeah. if you're looking for it. Exactly. Another another person to ask about commentaries is your pastor. Yeah. There's a good chance that he has a favorite or he may even have them in his library and be willing to loan them to you. So yeah. ask him what, hey, I'm studying Colossians and I need a good commentary on it. And I, mm-hmm. I would guess that he would at least know where to point you to. Yes. And your local libraries also often have, especially if you have like a college in town that has mm-hmm. a divinity library. Yep. Like we're fortunate to live in Nashville and Vanderbilt has a divinity library. So we have all these like ancient books. I went over there one time and found like, a book from the first century or something. Oh. I was like, am I allowed to touch this? <laughs> <laughs> I may be exaggerating, but it was really old. Uh-huh. I don't know how old it was. That's awesome. And so, yeah, we have that. But then, I mean, even your local like community library, a lot of times if they don't have a book on the shelf, they can order it for you oh, yeah. to come for free. So that's a good resource to have as well. Yeah. But ask your pastor. Some of you may still have a church that has a church library and they've yeah. got stuff like that in there that you can check out and borrow for a little while. Yeah, Or even like a, a bigger church in your area yep. may have one mm-hmm. and allow you to do that. But there are 
a lot of people in your life who have some of these tools already. And so Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to ask how they use them or who are some of the theologians that they enjoy reading or learning from. Mm -hmm. I think there's a ton of things that we just don't have because we don't ask. And so just be willing to ask the question. Yeah. One last tool for your toolbox is a Bible concordance. Mm. And a lot of our Bibles have this in the back, like an abbreviated version, but you can also get a thicker version that has an alphabetical index of important words in scripture and and where they're found. And that's also something that's great to use on uh, Bible Gateway is just type in a type in a word and it'll show you all the places that it comes up. So that's an easy and free version of that. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, the next kind of like little section of things like questions that we get a lot is how to study the Bible, like how to really dig mm-hmm. in and and study the Bible and understand it. Because I think one of the, the tragedies that happens is so often in in women's ministry in general, like just from a really broad perspective, is the fact that a lot of women know how to do a Bible study, but not study the Bible. Right. And so, you know, Bible study is meant to enhance your personal study of the Bible, not the other way around. Right. And so, you know, our hope is that you would, you know, and, and I think all of our authors would say the same thing. I've heard a lot of them say this is like, we want women in the Bible period. Right. And then we hope that these Bible studies are an enhancement and like not an enhancement, but like just a, a helpful tool to add into their toolbox so that they can learn better about a book of the Bible or a theme or a person or, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. But that that's not meant to replace your own personal time in the Bible. And, you know, and I and actually, you can you can use our Bible studies as your personal time yeah. in the Bible. Just, but just when so you're that done, you're not having to add on 14,000 yes. things. <laughs> and when, but when you're done with that eight week study, don't put right. your Bible back up exactly. on the shelf yes. with the Bible study book because you're like, well, I don't know how to read my Bible without the Bible. Study. Right. And um, and it's never I would say to you at this point in your life, like, don't be ashamed if you don't know how to study the Bible. But just ask somebody who, you know, loves the Bible. Like, Can you show me what it, what it looks right. like? And like, I am a terrible journaler and I like I'm <laughs> like fine to tell people this because like I try I have a drawer at home where journals go to die like I buy cute journals people give me cute journals yeah I'll write about two pages and then I'm like I'm not really sure what to do but I've asked some friends over the last few years can you show me mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to like look at your personal like thoughts right. here but can you show me what it looks like for you to journal in your mm-hmm. bible so I have a better understanding of how to use a tool like that yeah if I want to yeah and um and so don't be afraid to ask other women in your life mm-hmm. like Tell, can you tell me what your what your morning quiet time looks yeah. like? Your time with the Lord. Like, and how do you keep track of prayer requests? Yeah. Like all these kinds of. How things. do you follow yeah. up? Because I think that's such a crucial point where we can learn from one another, and and we can. It's you're never too old to say I'm not sure I know how to do this. Like, right. can somebody else help me? Because I found a lot of times in in our churches, like I grew up in the church, and it was always like have a quiet time, have a quiet time, and you would hear everybody's looks different, so it's okay. But no one ever actually showed me what theirs yeah. looked like, so I was just like, I don't know. And quiet times don't even have to be quiet. Like no. I'm not sure where we got that term, mm-hmm. but uh, just so like just have time in the Word, basically in the yeah. Word and in prayer, and that's that's the key. So however you do that, and but I do think it's so helpful to ask people like, how do you do this? Yeah, and maybe. They do it a way and you're like, that's not going to work for me. And yeah. that's totally fine, too. Mm-hmm. And um, or maybe you're like, oh, I never thought to do this kind of chart while I'm praying or whatever yes. it is. And it would be a really helpful tool for you. So and, and I think too, to, yeah. to cut yourself some slack, like especially in different seasons of life, yes. like for me and, and I've had to talk to my friend who's discipling me and then just my friends who hold me accountable and just say, you know what, like in this season for me of being a newlywed, it has totally upended my schedule. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And how for all these years I've sort of done my quiet time in the morning yeah. and what that looks like. And because I've got somebody else sleeping in the same bed in the same room as me <laughs> that I don't want to wake up and, you know, 
know, and just, and I used to like there, I just had a rhythm that for some reason, now that I'm married, like has just sort of like changed. And so I've had to cut myself some slack and just go, okay, like I, the point is to be in God's word. And so how can I do that on a daily basis? And what does that look like? And for me right now, it's just walking through a book of the Bible on my own Mm -hmm. and I'm using, um, this, this little tool that I love. It's Mm -hmm. called the the Give Me Jesus Journal from Well Water Women. And every day it just gives some prompts on like, you know, some things, write down some things you're grateful for, write down, um, you know, take the, like what passage are you reading today? Mm -hmm. And then what is, like, what are you learning from that passage? And so I answer those questions and then things that, um, what did God show me today? And like, what am I going to do differently because of what I learned? And, and that for me right now is the thing that's working Mm -hmm. and and I'm really enjoying it. I've been walking through the book of Philippians and I've been going really slow and sometimes just taking one verse a day and just taking that verse. And so for every single one of us, this could look a little bit different, Mm -hmm. just like we said that people say, but be willing to talk about what, how you use your Bible and how you dig in. Cause right Right now, that's the thing that's working yeah. for me. But so. give yourself grace if yours does not look like whoever you ask. Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And just ask somebody else. I mean, I've heard from some moms of little, little people that are just saying, you know, I'm good to get in one verse a day. Yep. And you're like, well, that's great. And they they like some of them will write the verse down and meditate on it throughout the day yeah. or, you know, just say it over and over, sing it to their kids, whatever. But they're like, that's the one verse. I can only read one verse. And yeah. that's OK. Mm-hmm. Um it's okay to be just as long as you're in the word and in prayer. And we did a women's event at church mm-hmm. probably about a year ago. I think it was last fall where they asked several of us to share our Bible study methods with the rest of the women and like kind of give them some tools and stuff. Right. And it was really cool because they were all very different yeah. from one another. But like, and we were all in different, and I was one of the ones that got to share. We were mm-hmm. all in different life stages. And I'll, I'll link to this post because they actually asked me to use this as kind of my framework for the part that I taught. But I okay. wrote a blog post several years ago on nine tips for studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. I will we'll link to in the show notes, but like, but just to give you some big, broad buckets to put some things in and to cut yourself some slack, but to also hold you accountable right. to do the thing that we all out of obedience and our love for the Lord mm-hmm. need to, to be able to be doing on a daily basis to grow in him and to yeah. learn more and engage. So, and I had friends for a little while, we, we stopped doing this as our lives changed and seasons changed, but we would, uh, I usually get up first out of these three friends. And so I would text them at this time, at a certain time every morning and be like, hey, get up and read your Bible. And like, that's all it was, is me doing that. And I've heard from people that do a similar thing and Mm -hmm. then we'll follow up later and be like, what did you learn or what did you pray for today or whatever kind of thing. And it's not not to like shame anyone and to if they don't have an answer for that, but just just kind of be like, I'm going to ask you. So because I'm going to ask you and that's the kind of accountability I need because Otherwise, I mean, I live alone, so no one's going to watch me do it or not do a quiet time with God. And so it's kind of like I need somebody to be like, hey, just check in. in. Where where are you reading right now? And that kind of thing. And there are apps on your phone, like Proverbs 31 has Mm -hmm. the first five app. You know, She Reads Truth has the daily. You can get it sent to your email daily. Their daily readings. And Mm -hmm. so those are the things that I think. And you version. Sorry, I need to put that in there because we do a lot of stuff with you version, too, where you can get a. Stuff from our Bible studies. Um, And so that's a good way as well, just on the app. And it's on your phone. And we all know as much as we would probably like to not do this, we look at our phones first thing in the morning. So that's just like a great way to to have the Bible in your hand while you're looking at the at your phone. Yeah. I love it. And there, you know, there are all kinds of different people are going to have different processes. Jen Wilkins book, women of the word is a mm-hmm. great resource. Like she kind of teaches her Bible study method. Yeah. Um, in and all of book. her Bible studies yes. teach it as well. Mm-hmm. And she kind of gives you some starting points and, yeah, but, and mean, we have 
something on the blog that I wrote on how what to do with the weird stories of the Bible, which uh-huh. is really just how to read your Bible in general. Um, but it's talking about like just asking some questions, like what does this passage tell me about God? You can pretty much answer that for any passage in the Bible. Yep. What does it tell me about mankind and how do I apply these truths to my life? Yeah. So, and sometimes maybe you can't apply the truths to your life right now, but you can kind of see the overarching principle of like, well, I learned from this story that God is just or that God is faithful or whatever, you know, and um, I learned that men is sinful. So I can apply that to my life yeah. today in this way. Yeah. And so I think it's, I think we all make it far more complicated than yeah. it has to be. And if you have a Bible study, uh, whether we publish it or somebody else, and that's what you're going through is your quiet time, that is also yeah. time in the word and yes. time in prayer. So Absolutely. you don't have to do that plus, plus something, something else, else, plus something else. <laughs> like we're trying to make this more simple for you. <laughs> yes, we are. And and another another good resource that I talk about pretty frequently um, is Robbie and Candy Galdi's book, Foundations. Oh, yes, it's really good. It's a year long. It's mm-hmm. 260 days. And so basically five days a week that yeah. they're asking you to spend time in the word. It's chronological, but it gives you these prompts every day mm-hmm. of um, the acronym here and of yes. using, um, you know, just these different prompts that you're going to walk through H-E-A-R to answer questions about the mm-hmm. passage that you read. And so there's and a t- they have a version for kids too. They have a version for students. They have oh, okay. a version for kids. I didn't so know about the student version. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we love the student version. Yeah. And you know, but there's, I, th- I think this, anything like that, that's just mm-hmm. going to get you in the word of God. That's, yeah. that is the goal yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So, and we've exactly. kind of, we've camped out on this today, but I think it's one of those things that's just really important. And it's mm-hmm. the type of questions that we get asked all the time. Yes. We so. constantly get asked how to study the Bible, mm-hmm. which we're so glad that we get that question because that means you want to be in God's word, which yeah. is the ultimate goal. So we're thankful for that. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think the more that you will engage that way, the more that you will um, just lean into what the Lord is trying to say to you mm-hmm. right now, like through the reading of his word and just right. through spending time with him in prayer, you know, that is where we learn and grow. And that's where we become more like him. And we know how to be obedient that day because yes. he's given us insight and wisdom and he's given us opportunities to then, yeah, I think one of my favorite things about learning from other women is when they'll say, well, in, in my Bible study this morning, the Lord gave me like the Lord showed me this passage uh-huh. and like, I want to encourage you with it. And so yeah. I would say to you today too, like if there's something that you're reading in the morning, the, the Lord just has somebody on your mind, text him and tell him yeah. I'm praying for you right now. Or this passage keeps coming to mind because you never may know how the Holy Spirit could use right. that. They and, may are, or the Holy Spirit may be already speaking that into their lives yes. and just to have somebody else to say it out out loud or on a text message or whatever mm-hmm. is like just confirmation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that they've been praying, Lord, would you show me? And yeah. sometimes he could use you to do that. And so be obedient in those moments mm-hmm. too and, and be teachable. And and that's the thing is like, if, as long as we are approaching the Bible with a teachable spirit, mm-hmm. there's something we can learn. Yes. It's, but we, we are never going to arrive. We're never going to be total experts in this. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who know a lot about the Bible, but, yes. but we're never going to totally understand it all. Yeah. So. There are some mysteries that, um, we will just never know and on this side of heaven. Yeah. And and that's great because I think it was I want to say it's Jackie Hill Perry that's recently tweeted something like, I'm so glad God's not like me. And <laughs> and I'm like, same. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so we serve a God that is big and mysterious and omniscient and omnipotent and all that kind of all the omnis. Yeah. And he uh we can never understand him. And that's that's okay because we we're finite human beings and we're not meant to be gods. So I just love, Amen. I love that, uh, that God is not like us. Yep. Yeah. So good. 
All right. Well, this has been the reference desk today on the yes. Mark podcast. And we will, again, like link to all of these things. Mm-hmm. There are going to be a ton of links in today's show notes. Um, but also we'll give you the link to where you can submit questions. Yeah. And so, but make sure you go back and check out some of those old blog posts. Um, they're really not old. They're actually just within the last year or two. Yeah. Um, but just content that's still available and fresh and mm-hmm. helpful. And maybe we'll already answer some of the questions that you um, would be putting yeah. out there. And so we hope that we can continue to do some of these periodically. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Right. Um, leave us a rating and review. Um, and that will also don't forget enter you to win um, a copy of the CSB um, Encourage devotional Bible. Yes, and so you have until the end of September to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to and be then, entered into that. Yes, to be you can always in. leave us a rating or review yes, anytime. <laughs> but that will if you do it this month, it will enter you in yes. to win a copy of the Bible. And so um, just know that we'll be in touch after that. Yeah, and we will see you guys next time on the Mark Podcast. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MaryMargaretC and at EDHeinman. Use the hashtag MarkPodcast to connect with us. You can also find LifeWay Women on all social media channels at LifeWay Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifeWayWomen.com forward slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the show. We'll see you next time.